Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Katherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this deep, penetrating question, what is really going on when we blow up at our kids, like like underneath the service. It's like an iceberg down there. We are continuing our conversation with Kirsten Vossler today, a mama with nine kids. Yep, you heard that right. Kirsten has so much wisdom to share. Today, we're going to talk about how to exercise restraint and not indulge that fleshly desire to yell at our kids. And we're going to dig deeper to find out what is really going on when that one last nerve is raw and exposed and and we just can't seem to keep it together. Because so often, the thing that sets us off is not the root of the problem. No, we've got to get to the root if we want to get rid of that bitter fruit. So we're going to learn how to dig up some roots today, mamas and papas. That is the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hey, 
Hey, mamas and papas, would you help a sister out and give Christian Parent Crazy World a great review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify? That would really help the show. And as always, send me a message over at Catherine at CatherineSegers.com. I love hearing from you guys. You know, I cannot believe how quickly this year has flown by. So, so let me know some topics that you'd like for me to cover in 2024. Can you believe that is right around the corner? Okay, so joining me again today is Kirsten Vossler, mother of nine and host of the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. If you missed last week's episode, I highly recommend checking that out. In it, Kirsten shared with us the seven steps that we need to take when we've blown it with our kids. They are, number one, stop. Easier said than done, I know, but shut your mouth like hard stop. Number two, get alone. Remove yourself physically from the crazy situation you're in. Number three, cry out to God. Be honest with him. Number four, ask God what he wants to say to you, not to your kids, to you. He will bring identity and clarity and perspective to you and to the situation. Number five, repent first to God. Then number six, repent to your your family, your kids. Humble yourself and say, look, I messed up. Jesus would never talk to you like that. And then acknowledge their pain and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And then finally, number seven, be tender with your kiddos as they are healing. So we acknowledge at the end of the last show how hard it is to stop yourself when you are indulging that fleshly desire to let it rip and just lay into your kids. So how do you stop yourself? That is where we will pick up our conversation today. Here's what I would advise, especially to any parents who have just younger kids. When they get older, you start to realize, oh, wow, that thing that happened back there. It didn't just live back there. It lives on. Yeah. I, I think the process you've described is beautiful and accurate and exactly what we need to do, but it doesn't mean there's not still a wound or a scar there sometimes. Yes. No, that's absolutely true. So yeah. deter- do you just determine in your mind, okay, God, I'm going to stop myself and just remove myself from the situation before it gets to that place. And that's a discipline because you've, you've got to really, really exercise restraint there. And sometimes if you've been used to, to just allowing yourself to rip, yeah, then how, how have you learned to do that? Because <laughs> it's, I mean, you've got nine kids now. So I mean, I mean, that's just exponential frustration and chaos in the house. I'm sure at sometimes. Yeah, well, I think there are several answers to this. So let me try, <laughs> let me try to go at them one at a time. We'll see how my brain does with this. But I think I have to credit the Holy Spirit, yes. honestly, because as a believer, the Holy Spirit lives inside of me and he teaches me what is right. And so as I, if I'm honest with myself, whenever I am getting over, you know, ang- angry, I'm just going to, let's just mm-hmm. say angry, I'm yelling. If I'm honest, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is in my ear saying, that's not what you should be doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, watch out, you know, like yeah. it's just, it's subtle, it's small, but it is there. Mm-hmm. And so if I pay attention to it once or twice and I actually stop myself, then that voice of the Holy Spirit gets louder. It yes. feels louder. Mm-hmm. And if I ignore it, it feels mm-hmm. like it gets quieter. 
So I really, I think that it is absolutely a discipline. It is hard. It Mm -hmm. is hard. It's not like, oh yeah, easy. Holy Spirit there. Ah, I'm never going to have a problem again. You know? Right. It's just that he helps us. He is the helper and he's the comforter. Mm-hmm. And so there is that part of it where it's just like, you know what? If you're a believer, like the Holy Spirit will be putting that little thought in your mind. Like, don't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, stop your stop. Don't go there. And the more we respond to that and actually obey that, the quicker and easier it will be to stop ourselves. But it does take discipline. And I think that's why for me, like physically doing something is helpful because it's like physically leaving the room, physically right. putting my hand over my mouth, whatever needs to happen. It's like, okay, I, I'm crazy. My brain is just what is going wild. And I, I feel like I can't even stop my mouth. So I'm going to physically stop my mouth. I'm going to physically leave the room and figure out what's going on by talking to God. Yes. So that's one answer. I think another answer is that, like I said before, so much of what we deal with on a daily basis actually isn't about today. It's actually about yes, past things. And so I think a huge help is to, is to deal with past stuff as it comes up. Mm-hmm. So one of the ways we can do that is if we have a blowout and we're lying on our bed, crying out to God, what do I do? Why did this mm-hmm. happen? And he says, Remember when you were this age and this happened before? Remember mm-hmm. when you were seven and you feel like nobody was listening to you? And so you screamed at your, you know, you screamed really, really loud. And then, you know, and it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then we can invite the Holy Spirit into that memory and be like, okay, well, there I was. I was seven mm-hmm. years old. I had this experience. I felt like nobody was listening to me. Oh, today I felt like nobody was listening to me. And so my reaction was really more like a seven-year-old, not like a mom. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know, and so I think when we can recognize those things and go, okay, so my kids are just being kids. They're not, you know, horrible psychopaths that are trying to ruin my life and make me crazy. Let's see where else this might be coming from. And to go back to that place with the Holy Spirit and have him show us like, okay, well, Holy Spirit, you're everywhere. So where were you in that situation? Were you with me when I was seven years old and I felt like nobody was listening to me? And to be able to vulnerably open up to the Lord and be like, how do I heal from this? You know, will you heal my heart? Will you speak peace to that seven-year-old who apparently still lives here? Yes. <laughs> how, how Will you help me with this? And he's so faithful. I mean, I've been through so much inner healing in those kind of <laughs> ways tell. where the yeah. Holy Spirit is just like, oh, Yes, I was there. Here I was. And he'll show me just like, you know, like a, like an imagination, like a picture in your mind. Yes. Here you are there. Oh, I remember, you know, he, like inviting Jesus back into that memory. I remember when this thing happened and I can see myself in that situation in my mind and I can see Jesus. Oh, Jesus was there and he didn't like it that nobody was listening to me. He was trying to listen to me or, you know, whatever the scenario is. But I think that is a really important part of like going back and cleaning up the stuff that we've had in our past, because then we can go forward with a clean slate. We can go forward with like a pure, a pure heart. And then things can actually matter as they come, as Mm. opposed to everything that happens being past stuff that's being triggered and like resurfacing all the time. So 
Wow. That's like a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it really is. I'm thinking of breaking these in two here because this is really about healing our, you know, the inner child within and some of the things that we may have still have wounds from and they can surface in our parenting. And I was thinking yep. while you were talking, it's not just that. Although that's huge. That's huge, especially if something's festered since you were seven years old. And yeah. we, I think we've all, I've found those things. I can oh, remember yeah. one time, oh, whew, man, I can, there was a, uh, there was a situation where I felt bullied as a child. This, this bullying came from a boy and I was in a situation with my oldest when she was younger. And there was, there was an instance where a, a boy was doing that to my oldest child. And my reaction to that was, was visceral. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, in, in that Holy Spirit time that I, I had to go and, and he just was digging up some stuff to where I, I felt like, like you said, that I wasn't listened to, that I was bullied, that I wasn't really entirely protected in that situation. And so that's, that's really big. But there can also be the other thing that occurred to me. Sometimes I can be bothered by, a health problem that I'm having that yes. has nothing to do with my kids or yes. a, a financial problem that we're having yep. that has nothing to do with the kids or an interpersonal relationship problem that I'm having with another adult that has nothing to do with my kids, but I'm so stressed and frustrated with it that I become short. My fuse got this big yep. and I become short with my kids. So it can be something that is not related to them, but it comes yes. out with them. Or it could be the fact that it's just, you know, <laughs> I've asked you to do that a million times and you haven't. And and let's face it, that all happens with our parenting too. Yeah. And how and we have to remind ourselves how patient is God with me? <laughs> More patient than I'm being with my kid right now. Yes. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Well, and yeah, that's, that's so good. I mean, that's, I was like, there's another, like there's yeah. another answer to the question, you know, because like, is. like in the situation I was describing, like there were so many stressors, there were so many things going on, right? That the kids just being normal kids, you know, was like, ah, you know, right, right. <laughs> overload. I can't handle this. And yeah, so that's absolutely true. And I think it's just so important to, for us to recognize, like, just be honest with ourselves. Like I'm mad mm-hmm. at your dad right now. 
Yeah. I'm sorry I took it out on you. I'm going to go talk to him and we're going to work this out. <laughs> yeah. Know? Let's, let's handle that. Or I'm frustrated about this other situation mm-hmm. or, and, and obviously we don't want to lay burdens on them about, well, mom's no. having a health problem over here. But at the same time, what am I doing? I don't want to injure my kid because I'm, you know, frustrated with menopause or whatever. You're not yeah. there yet. Yeah. You're no. Still- and I've, and I've had, I mean, I've had situations like that where I'm like, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. super crummy. You know what? Instead of yelling at you, let's watch a movie together. I'm going to lie on the couch because I really need to lie down. So let's just lie down and watch a movie together. Wouldn't that be fun? Instead yeah. of yelling at you and thinking I have to get all these things done and I'm feeling really bad today. Like, let's just re like, let's reset. And in that tenderness, let's just figure out like, okay, what do we really need to do today? What do we need to do? Yes. Today? Not like what's on the list. Like what should be happening right now? What's going to actually bless and benefit all of us? So that is such a good point. <laughs> oh, this has yes. been so helpful. This has been yeah. wonderful. No, I, I I think learning to walk through that whole process and what is exactly that? What exactly does that look like? Yes. And our parenting. And we need to do that. I've, I've often encouraged my listeners to, to make sure we're taking those moments where we tell our kids mommy was wrong or, you know, if your dad, daddy was wrong and, and admitting that and owning that because they need to see us model, first of all, repentance so that they'll learn how to do that themselves because they often do become little mini me's. We end up acting like our parents, you know, and so we need to be able to, we want to model true repentance for our kids to where they see us. Okay. This is what mommy does when she blows it. Yeah, she does blow it. She's human, but mommy does make it right. Mom yes. or, or and daddy does make it right. And yes. if they've never seen that from us, then they're not going to learn how to do that. And we all need to be doing that. But also the, the other thing that came to mind when you were talking is just learning to be led by the spirit and not indulge what feels good in the moment, yes. whether that's eating a big old half gallon of, of bluebell ice cream, which I love. Or whether that's, you know, there's a lot of th- ways we can indulge the flesh where we're, you know, but one of the most damaging ways, I mean, I yes. can, I can lose, I can go out and run and I can diet. That's probably not going to leave a permanent mark on me if I'm indulging my appetite or, you know, I can, I'm not saying we should, we should be concerned about that, but that's a different show. Here's mm-hmm. something we're definitely concerned about in, in wounding our kids because these leave marks even when we'd go through the, and, and I don't want to discourage anyone because we need to go through the process of repentance, but that does leave a mark on our kids. And what I've noticed the older my kids get, they resurface. Those things mm-hmm. resurface and there's there's regret. And there mm-hmm. would be a lot more regret if I hadn't apologized, but there's regret. There were times when I've blown it and lost my temper. And I, you know, I praise God, I've really worked on that. My kids will even tell you that mommy's gotten better, a lot, lot better at that. But I too feel, you know, I guess we got to forgive ourselves, but I feel guilt sometimes over, you know, that stress of having all the little kids and daddy's away at work and I'm going on hour 14 here and our third meal and I'm, you know, didn't, I got next to nothing done with school and, and there's, it it happens. Sometimes there can be genuine regret over that. And I think, We've got to be able to forgive ourselves and and offer that apology and ask. I love that you said ask for no, just say I'm sorry. 
Mm-hmm. And, do, and don't give some sort of generic sorry. Give a specific mm-hmm. sorry. But also say, can you forgive me? Because that prompts your child to do what they need to do spiritually. And yes. that is release this back to God. Because it's I don't want that festering and wounding them. Even though it's my fault, obviously, I don't want this wound to, I want it to start to heal. And the way that heals is when they say, I forgive you. Yes. And walk in forgiveness. And we need to walk in forgiveness for ourselves. Yeah. And we can help them with that too. Like if we really see a wounding, I know we've done this with our own children, where we see something like, oh man, that's probably... Connected to that other thing that happened a while back, you know, and to be able to go to them and say, listen, can we just talk to Jesus about this together Mm -hmm. and kind of help them to walk through and, and have them be honest with the Lord. Like, Mm -hmm. God, it really hurt me when daddy yelled at me like that, or it really hurt me when mommy said this thing. And even though we've already asked forgiveness and they may have even said, I forgive you, but we can actually help them Mm -hmm. by just helping them open up to the Lord and, and actually connecting with him because he's the healer. And the thing is like, we can be, we could be like a plus perfect parents, quote unquote. Yeah. (laughs) And our kids are still going to need a savior. And so that is like, that, that is kind of the hope I think in this whole conversation is like, you know what? We're going to, we can do the best we can. We are going to mess up. The Holy Spirit's going to help us not mess up as often or as bad. But we we still live in a body of flesh. We are likely going to make mistakes. But our children have a beautiful, blessed Savior in Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, just like we do. And the healing and the the connection that we have with God, they can have with God. And they have to. Like, mm-hmm. we can't save them. Being a perfect parent and never messing up will not save them, will not help them. I mean, it will help them. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it does not, it doesn't rescue them the way that Jesus rescues them. And so right. I think that's that's something that we have to keep in mind as we go throughout our parenting journey, being like, you know what? I'm not the savior. Like Jesus mm-hmm. is the savior. They are going to have to, they're going to ha- like, wounding is going to happen. I mean, I'm such a mercy. Like I do not want to hurt my kids like ever. Mm-hmm. And yet I have. And I know that, you know what? I can't fully fix it. Jesus can fully fix it. Jesus can come into their lives and heal those broken and hurt places, even that I've caused. Mm-hmm. I think another, just this is a little bit, a little bit of the detail, but as we help our children and as we ask them for forgiveness, I do think it's really important that we, like you said, we allow them, we let them go through the spiritual process that they need to go through mm-hmm. and not to demand, like, mm-hmm. you have to forgive me so that I feel better. Right. Because I feel bad that I yeah. hurt you. So now you have to forgive me so I feel I can feel better. That's not what this is about. Oh, <laughs> this that's is good. about, yeah. you know, this is not about me feeling right. better about myself now because, oh, phew, got over that, you know, got through that one. Yeah. This is all about, this is about the kid. This is about yeah. our husband. This is about our friend. This is, you know, this is about actually healing the infraction. And mm-hmm. so it really requires humility. And sometimes it requires great patience. Yes. Because sometimes people are not ready to just be like, oh, yes, I forgive you. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, little children are beautifully forgiving. So yeah. most of the time they're going to be like, yes, I forgive you. And they'll be done with it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think it is important for us to for us to find our 
like sense of security in God. And when Mm -hmm. we know we've done everything we can do to rest in that and not demand that somebody else gives us the result or the reaction that we want to make our flesh feel better. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Oh, totally. Totally. I'm glad (laughs) you said that because it can turn into a situation where the the, the forgiveness that you're a child, child can offer that maybe kindly when they're not fully ready to or are fully there in their mind and they're just saying it to make you you happy Mm -hmm. and and we should encourage them to hey take some time you go and pray about this and i I, i'm hoping that you're going to be able to forgive me and i ask that you would yeah let me know and and if you're not ready to do that yet that's okay that's okay Mm -hmm. but Let's, let's, you know, don't give them a big sermon on, well, you have to forgive in order to be forgiven, child, or God will turn you away from the pearly gang. I mean, definitely, (laughs) that would not be the way we would want to go about that. No. But, and depending on how, you know, every child's going to be different. Some kids might be like immediately ready to forgive. And then some kids, it just may, but, uh, you know, I think this relates to love languages a lot of times. Yes. If, if your child is a word person, words of affirmation, words that are spoken against them can injure them far more deeply than yes. the child that maybe likes gifts or have yes. a different love language. That Because I've always noticed that about me, words, because I am a words of affirmation person. Yeah. And so someone's words can really injure and can really encourage. If you have a child like that, and you have blown it with your words, then yes. you might need to re- and really listen to the Holy Spirit as you're going about that healing process as to what that child needs and how mm-hmm. they need to go about it. And maybe they do need to take some time to to really seek the Lord and get to the place where they're able to say it because they, we don't want them to just say empty words. We want them to be right. really meet you, give those words to us because they mean it. So that in doing so, that they've released this to their heavenly father who can cover that wound and heal that wound. And, you know, we're not, I can't do that. You can't do that. But God right. can. And yeah. so we need to be patient, like you said, with each child. And I'm sure with your nine and I know with my five, you look at them, you're like, they they each react to these things very, very differently. Yes, absolutely. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I yeah. want to thank you so much, Kirsten, for sharing those incredibly insightful and practical ways to reset when we've blown it. And this, I think this is probably going to end up being two episodes, but just talking about healing the inner child and what's going on inside of us. It may be related to our childhood. It may be related to something else very stressful we're going through right now, mm-hmm. but all of those things can contribute and to what's going on with our kids and our relationship with our kids. And so in order to make that relationship healthy and whole, we need to be in tune with that and really spending time with the Lord and following the Lord. So um, I'm really grateful that you came to help us do that, understand how we can reset when we've blown it. And can you can you please tell our listeners where they can learn more about you and your amazing podcast, Rejoicing in Motherhood? Yes. Well, you can find me on my website, which is kirstenvossler.com. And I'm also on Instagram at Rejoicing in Motherhood. And my podcast is called Rejoicing in Motherhood. And it's a weekly show 
for Christian moms to equip, inspire, and encourage mothers in the high calling of motherhood. So I just love talking about motherhood and just the my journey. I, I occasionally have guests and Catherine is going to be on my show soon. And <laughs> so it's just a really great place to just fill up and be encouraged as a mom. So I invite you to come and listen in if you'd like to. It's just, it's available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Oh, uh, that is awesome. And and I didn't mention this before, but I think you have the most soothing voice. I've been listening to your shows. I'm like, you have this beautiful, I'm like, this is a voice I think I could just listen to. And I don't know, I could just sit out on the back porch and listen to it. It's so soothing. And your advice is so, so calming and reassuring. And I just so appreciate that. And I'm very honored to be on your show. We're going to be talking about an ebook that I have on the cultural myths that we believe about motherhood. So I'll, yes. I'll be linking that for my listeners and letting them know. No, but you've done some amazing, amazing shows with that incredible voice of yours and your amazing name, Kirsten Vossler, over <laughs> your show. So I, I so appreciate that. Mamas and papas, you go check out uh, Rejoicing in Motherhood and get some of this hard-earned wisdom from this mother of nine who needs to update her website. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been so, so, so helpful, helpful and encouraging, Kirsten. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Catherine. <sighs> How refreshing was that? Sometimes we just need to take some time to focus on improving our relationship with our kids. You know, we are going to blow it sometimes, moms and dads. We are. It's not an if, it's a when. Because parenting is hard. Using the seven steps that Kirsten outlined for us in the last episode, then allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us and control our tongues and getting to the root of what is really bothering us will help us to mature as parents and as believers. And hopefully we're going to blow it a lot less with our kids. We all want that, don't we? I know I do. I want to thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherineseegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app. 
so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What do you do when the world around you is falling apart? It's amazing to me how many people are breathing air, they're going about their business and doing the things you're supposed to do. But if you really ask them, they know that on the inside, they are spiritually and emotionally and relationally dead. If we're not careful, all of us can experience that death. When what we need to do, even as the world around us is falling apart, we need to learn how to march when it would be easier to stay where we are and die. Join me each week on the March or Die show as we discuss that and so much more.